Hi, everybody. It is time to get geeky. So get your sunglasses. Well, not your sunglasses, but get your eyeglasses. Get your get your pens. Get your little uh, little nerdy clothes going on there. Um, get your consoles. Get whatever interests you. If you're playing video games, as you uh, as you uh, I don't know if you if you happen to be playing games while you're listening to this podcast, then you're pretty uh, you're pretty cool in our book. So so right now. I'm Joe, and then, uh, as always, we got the, the legendary tag team of Solo Dunk here with me tonight. Hello. I have arrived. And will you return? Yes, I will. <laughs> Not in a sort of way. <clears throat> anyway, so what we have here tonight is, I did not realize this until last week, but uh, Comic-Con happened over the weekend i forgot it was happening yeah so did i you know i had my taste of conventions throughout the entire previous week so i totally forgot that there was something else in there oh shay uh uh somebody in the chat shane is saying he's in bed watching this podcast no matter your pants are on (laughs) hello i'm assuming it's on um but we're going to be covering some of the interesting things that we thought were good for Comic-Con. Uh, oh, Lucky saying in the chat, about to play Warframe while listening to this. Yeah. No uh, but, but after we talk about that Comic-Con stuff, we're going to be going over two separate things, one involving the Supergirl TV show and one involving Mario Tennis Aces, an update that recently came out. So uh, joining us also, besides the tag team of Solo Dunk, is uh, Hisugi. Oh, hello. hello. Hey, hey. She has arrived. Yes. I have. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) As a special guest, fashionably late, but, you know, we, it's, it's the, it's that type of thing with like podcasts and all that jazz. I believe we know what the first thing in order to talk about is. Yes, uh, we got the Comic-Con stuff that we're going to go over first. No, which one, though? I will tell you in a second. Hold on. Oh, please, please tell me it's going to be one of the most important announcements that happened recently. Well, it depends on how you think of it as. So, Movie! <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, <laughs> they released the Aquaman trailer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think my picture. I think my picture's well, enough Aquaman for you. Look at hear it. Okay. I I think my picture's ironic right now because it's literally the man who looks almost exactly like the guy who plays Aquaman. No, he doesn't. Yes, no, he, he doesn't. Dolphin. Yes, no, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. No, he doesn't. Beard is amazing. His beard no, is amazing. It, it's Aquaman is more than just beard. He's got the long hair. He's got muscles. He drinks whiskey <laughs> out of the bottle. <laughs> Richard Shinnery doesn't do any of those things. He's a librarian that doesn't drink whiskey. He looks okay. like if you saw the interview, you would have known. You oh, I saw didn't the see interview. the interview. Did you see the interview? Did I, didn't. Really? Did I you... didn't. You need to you see know, it. You know what he looks like? He looks like he's wearing a ton of mascara. Exactly. Richard Shinnery doesn't. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> it's Hollywood. And people are no well. People will know Jason Momoa for this movie more than they will ever do a professional wrestler in the Indies. But anyway, well, you know what? You can bite me. I'm not going to. Thank you. Uh, so, <laughs> what we got for the Aquaman trailer, and I talked about this on Monday on my movie podcast. But um, you know, we were pretty much all impressed with it. We're actually, uh, we actually were looking forward to it. I think it, I think it's all right. I mean, some people were complaining that the CGI was that just looked wonky, and I said, "Oh, they haven't finished it yet. Like that's the problem." Like, DC's not very, not really known for its CG. Yeah, really. the last movies were CG weren't very well oh, good either. We're starting out with the DC stuff first. Uh, well, no, well, this one was like the popular one, pretty much. Like Ooh. everyone talked about this more, or the ones that we've like actually discussed, because Aquaman comes out in December. Uh, it is, uh, they didn't want to compete with Marvel, so they did it near, 
near the holiday season, which uh, they don't have, which they don't have anything besides the Spider-Man movie. Are you breathing into the mic, Asugi? So I'm not you're saying that to. Aquaman is more important than a certain Disney property? Um, if, I mean, Aqua, I mean, they're trying. Yeah, they're trying to get away from the whole Disney thing. So, I mean, the further they can get away from them, the better. So that's why, I mean, that's why they're doing Wonder Woman next year in November because um, Marvel does everything during the summer and then DC does everything during the winter. So I it's kind of like yin and yang. Oh, you mean Star Wars? <laughs> oh, stop. <laughs> <laughs> don't mention that name. No, I'm kidding. I don't care. Well, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, <laughs> impressions of the trailer. Oh, it looked nice. Yeah. That's Good it. Enough. It just it just looked nice. You're not <laughs> expecting. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> you really, you really have to impress me a lot to make me watch a movie where the original guy looked like a fucking mermaid man. Well, he doesn't look like mermaid man. He looks like somebody that drinks out of the. Well, he does drink whiskey out of the bottle. But he look, yeah, he's a man. Right. He's a man's man. You'd see it. Uh, uh, we get it, Joe. You have a huge crush on him. Yes, I do. but I have an irk about his costume. There's no color in it. <laughs> He's a handsome guy. I don't blame Joe. No, yeah. no, he is a handsome man. Like, I have a weakness for beards, and he has a nice one. Yeah, and he's funny. He's kind of like, you know, he sort yeah, of has Richard that... Richard funny, too, okay? Okay, we're not talking about wrestlers, though. <laughs> not bringing up wrestling <laughs> in a geeky podcast. If you want to do a wrestling show, do Riffs and Ropes. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Oh, I felt that sting. Yeah, there you, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so I'm looking forward to Aquaman. I mean, this is, I mean, there's never been an Aquaman movie released in theaters like, on this caliber. So the fact that James Wan is directing it also, I mean, this guy has done almost every popular horror movie in the past few years The Conjuring, Saw. He did the Fear, uh, Fast and Furious movie where Paul Walker's like last. Um, uh, performance was like after he passed away so there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff that he's been involved in that has been very successful and the fact that he's a part of this movie uh, makes me feel good about it you know considering that we've had Zack Snyder throughout most of this uh, cinematic universe for the most part and now that he's no longer directing I think the universe is going in a, a slightly better direction we st- we won't know until we get a go- get like watch the movie, but for everyone who liked the DC's edginess, which is the very minority, mm, edge. There was a special trailer for a popular series that is getting bum- getting ruined, tre- like really bad treatment by DC as of the past few years. You're talking about Titans. Yes, dude. Fuck Batman. <laughs> oh my god, that had me like on the floor laughing. It's like you oh gotta be kidding god. me. That's all my friends and I were talking about at work. We're just like fuck Batman. <laughs> you know what's yeah. like, okay? I'd be down for an edgy Robin, but there's already is an edgy Robin, and his name well, is yeah. Jason is... Todd. Yeah, you yeah, dick, and it's like you can't do that, man. Like. You ruined. I mean, it. isn't Batman already edgy enough? Come on, yeah. But have happened in the Batman series. I'm they, just pointing out, dude. But they never had an adult Titans TV show before. Oh, well, that's mainly true. because it's not the, like the Titans were originally a team called Teen Titans in the comics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. So but... when you when plus the last like okay, you could say that the Teen Titans already existed in a show. But when the majority of their original fans don't like the show, and you go for, oh, this is for all the older fans, and the first thing Robin says is, fuck Batman, you really, really, really aren't pleasing your audience. Well, I mean, mean, they are getting a lot edgier, because he is swearing a lot, and plus, I mean, since they're going that route, they'll be able to get away with a lot of different things. And plus, we don't know what it's going to be like. I mean, we're just going by two animated... We're not. We're only going by two animated shows that have happened over the course of a decade. They so, completely changed Starfire's character. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Raven's Raven is like this like scared little girl now when she was actually just like a badass in the show. Yeah. I don't. Know, they totally flipped her it's character. Like, it's like, oh, we made Starfire black, and she has fire powers now instead of laser beams, and she's an alien. 
Yeah, understand. that's the weird part is whenever they change it a bit too I, much. Like, I don't care about, like, somebody's race changing or yeah. somebody's, like, this or that changing so much. It's just whenever you try to shoehorn it in and go, yeah, like, oh, hey, like, look, diversity. You, there was <laughs> one character you could have done that for, and that was Beast Boy. Because I don't, because yeah. he's green and really can get away with that. Well, I don't, was yeah. Cyborg in the trailer? But, I mean, no, Cyborg's Cyborg's <laughs> Why not? Cy- why Cyborg wasn't in the trailer? I mean, so because he's in, he's in the main movie. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's got his own movie coming out in two years. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, Cyborg was yeah. an awesome character. I love him. Well, okay, yeah. I'm fine with that. Titans movie TV show. If you can't have one of the popular characters, yeah. well, maybe they'll introduce Cyborg later on, just not the movie version. Maybe they'll do like a TV version of Cyborg. Maybe everything they're doing is building up to something more. I mean, they got to start somewhere. <laughs> they can't just be like, oh, hey, here's everybody, and then here we go. We're going to get started. No, it's like... Joe, and Joe, the rest. Joe, Joe, Joe <laughs> what? it's DC. They like to jump the gun on everything. Well, you know, That's, they make a lot I'm of changes not... in their department, right? You know, it's not the same people that have been running the ship for so long. They had personnel changes. The first two movies was a Superman movie, then Superman versus Batman, where Superman dies. And yeah. the following movie, he comes back. Yeah, that's that happened two years ago. This is 2018 now. Forget the past. You know, there's a reason why they say when you turn your neck backwards, it starts hurting. You know, don't look back on what they did like two to three years ago. Focus on what they're doing now. Turn your head around. You're breaking your spinal cord. Exactly. There's no point in like I keep attempting to do that. Stop bringing up the past when there's so much more stuff that they can do now. Yeah. And and like it's it's more okay. We've already did. We've already did all these other shows. We did Arrow. We did The Flash. We've done. We, we did Gotham. Okay. Now, now we're gonna do something. Now we're gonna do something edgier and more dark than what we've normally been doing with our TV shows. And it, whether they do good or not, it, it's really up to how people view it. If the ratings are good, they'll keep on venturing towards it. I mean, Gotham yeah. last Gotham lasted like five or six seasons before the series ended. Um, so I mean, I mean that was like for four years. So that had they had a pretty good run, uh, but you know th- they seem to have more success with their TV shows in the past. But now, I mean, we'll I mean they we'll see how they do with Titans. I mean, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, it got me excited for it. I'm it, not but, looking forward to it. I, I'm just like you. You say you don't, you can't look upon the past, but then again, you have to look at what this company's done. In order to uh, judge your bases on what they are now, if they make Titans good, okay, then I'm wrong. But when the majority of the yeah. people see the past, because they like to look into, it's like it's like a background check for a person. You see this new person, it's like, oh, I'm going to hire them into my business. I got to learn more about them. If you learn that, oh, they were part of a of a really bad like life, and it's like, oh, this person's prone to stealing. I'm not going to hire him. Well, that's the thing, and I'll bring up something here. I mean, that's always somebody's reputation from something they did outside of um, – I mean, if you were hiring somebody like that, I mean, I would look at it and say, okay, the reason why they did this is because they weren't with us. I mean, if this guy was with us, he would be a completely different person. So I would think it's more – I mean, the reputation usually came about because um, they were in an, they were in an area or they were in, a, uh, in an aura that just wasn't good for them and it was not beneficial to them personally. They were trying to catch up for Marvel, basically. Yeah, it, this is a this like I said, different leadership now. I mean, it's yeah. a different office, so I mean, you can't really. I mean, now we can I'm, judge them by what they have now instead of yeah. what they had in the past. I'm just I saying. Mean, we'll see. It, it's it's kind of like what happened with Bioware. Like with the whole situation with Bioware. Oh, speaking of Bioware, I'm actually playing one of their games right now. Yeah, I'm. I I love Bioware. I think Bioware is like, I mean, not right now with uh, Andromeda because Andromeda was just a mess. But no, um, my point being is that whenever there's a change in the company or whenever there's a change in something, people will try it, and the most successful companies. If they fail, 
they'll try something different. If they uh, succeed, they will just stick with the formula. Or if they want to try something new, that's fine too. I'm not against people trying something new. But it's just one of those things of like, if it failed the first time, if you are failing right now with what you're doing, then you need to take a look at what you're doing and change whatever is the failure part of the situation. And I and don't get me wrong, I don't want DC to fail per se. I, I want them to succeed. Of course I do. As a fan, I want them to succeed. It's just you can't blame people for having cynicism about it, you know. I can. Yeah, well, I know. You're not a cynic. No. I usually think that the people that hold on to grudges for so long end up uh, hurting themselves in the end because then they start judging everything. Even if something is good, then they get to it. Then then the fans sort of get a reputation. I mean, you take a look at the Sonic franchise. Like, they're not happy with anything that they do. Like, no matter what they do, except Sonic Mania, because it goes back to, like, the good old days. And I would bring that up as an example. Like, Sonic Team can't try anything new. Like, unless, of course, it's like the classic version, then everything's all right and dandy because that's what, that's what, the, that was like the good old days and everybody remembered it. And it's probably like the most well received uh, game in the last 25 years. But, you know, everything, you got to, different times, different strokes, different new things that you got to try. And if you're not willing to accept the new, if you can't be, if you, if you're, if you can't be uncomfortable or, I said, if you can't be comfortable being uncomfortable with the things that they're doing, then you really have to look at things and really evaluate yourself. I'm just saying that all around. Like anybody that's out there. Um, yeah, because if I just took a look at everything and just criticized it before even something came out, or I just went, eh, then I'm not then you can't say I'm really a fan of like a certain like a certain brand or whatever. If I'm not giving in and I'm like a hundred percent as a fan, like trying everything out and actually critiquing it very objectively. I gotta say, I'm really I, I'm scared for this series of Shots by Titans because I don't know if you look at the trailer, it's basically all just like Sony Vegas presets, and it shows to me that they're putting in very little effort into their trailer, and I don't think they're gonna care too much about it if that's how much effort they're putting into their trailer will not make recording their own sounds and things like that that's what makes me nervous about it oh we'll see i mean everybody's got their own little things i mean i know i did like a whole little spiel and everything but that's how i feel generally speaking i, I totally agree with her though i i really hope it does succeed because i love teen titans and i grew up with it and it's awesome so i hope they do well but i'm 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 you know, biting my nails. Uh, well, since we're jumping through comics, I mean, let's talk about uh, let's talk about Spider Man. Not necessarily the movie Spider Man that's coming out next year, but the Spider Man video game. Uh, because the Spider Man video game got a new trailer, and it looks like they're bringing back some old classic Spider Man villains for it. Um, unfortunately, I can't play it because it's not coming out on the Switch. So I'll just have to see like footage online. Ah, PS4 but, Master Race. Yeah, I'm just gonna wait till I get a PlayStation Five before yeah, I yeah, ever. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I you know anything Spider Man I love. I mean, Spider Man is right behind Batman as the most popular uh, comic book uh, superhero of all time. Uh, you know, sp anything that Spider Man's in, people just eat it up. Although, although know, it's funny, what? I thought Superman would be more popular than uh, Batman. Um, no. If you if you take a look at all the money that they've made with the Superman franchise, it's not even close to Batman or Spider-Man whatsoever. I think Spider-Man is probably more popular because he's more like he's not like this huge like Spider-Man or uh, Superman's like this like just cookie cutter character where he can pretty much do anything. But Spider-Man's yeah. more of like a like a down to earth kind of more relatable character because he's not fucking massive and jacked and can do whatever he wants. I feel like that's how I, why I feel like I like Spider-Man more than Superman or anything like that. Like you're saying you like Spider-Man more than Superman or you like Batman more than Superman? I like uh, Spider-Man more than Superman. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Spider-Man is, uh, I mean, Spider-Man is very relatable, especially with uh, the generation after us, considering that Peter Parker in this MCU is a teenager going through high school 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, that was a very popular um, trend that they're going with. That's the first time they ever done that in the cinematic sort of, uh, you know, not to the point where it's like, okay, we're just going to focus on you being in high school, but we're not going to say, oh, you're in college now. Oh, you're now an adult and you're now she's still working. Wasn't at the, the Tobey Maguire movies in set in high school? The first yeah, one? but they rarely paid any attention to it. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, just, like that's sort of hard to do when you have superpowers. Yeah. Yeah, but you know they really. I mean, they focused so much on. Oh, hey, here we go. I mean, you're you're a high school kid, still trying to get accustomed to being Spider Man, but you know it, it's. I mean, you're still you're still trying to have to appease both worlds at the same time, and you know I really got that more of the, in this Spider Man movie than all the rest of them, because it seemed like oh here here's the origin story about how he discovers his powers in Homecoming. We already knew everything was happening already. His uncle already died. He already had the powers. Now he's just trying to, you know, now he's just trying to be like, Hey, uh, Mr. Stark, I, I, I'm a, I'm an, I could be an Avenger, right? No. Can I be an Avenger, Mr. Stark? No. <laughs> Please. No. Please. No, go away. Bad. I'm an Avenger. Yeah. <laughs> they do the initiation process. Yeah. Oh God. I mean, even X-Men, in a sense, is more popular than Superman is. Even the Hulk is more popular than Superman. They made more money with the Incredible Hulk than they did with Superman. Really? Yeah. Huh. Granted, not by much. I mean, only by, like, five million. Like, if, I mean, Superman has already made, like, $6.2 billion, whereas the Hulk has made $6.78 billion. Let oh, me fact gosh. check real quick. Yeah. X-Men has made $7.78 billion. Um, if you take a look, I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I mean, that's a comic book. I mean, they've made $10 billion. Um, let's see. Going up even further than that, trying to go up even more with the, um, the comic book-related stuff. Spider-Man and then Batman. Oh, so, okay. I have some things uh, about the Superman stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to find what like how much like, the comics. Try to find the total sum of the gross. Well, if you want to look at comic sales, they made four hundred and thirty-nine point three million dollars just by comics alone. All right, so apparently from the first issue in 1938 to the 2006 release of Superman Returns, a financial success that made over two hundred two hundred million one hundred and twenty thousand. And that's it. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, mm. but I mean, I mean, with retail, Batman has made like more than I think Spider-Man has with retail. I mean, it's amazing. It's that you know, it's amazing just how much money like all of these uh, top comic books make. I mean, it's even weird to me how like Spider-Man uh, makes a movie uh, like uh, like last year, and yet. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 still beats it out. Like, more people go to see that than they saw the Homecoming. But I think it's maybe because they just weren't invested in Vulture so much as a villain. I guess they really yeah. wanted to see the classics, which is why we're getting this video game because we're getting Doc Ock, we're getting Green Goblin, we're getting um, everything we want. Yeah, we're getting Venom, we're getting Sandman, we're getting uh, Electro, and like more, some of the more popular. We're getting the Sinister Six. Uh, you know, that's, a, I mean, that's something they're introducing in this, uh, in Spider-Man Far From Home. I mean, that was like the whole little, uh, preview towards the end of the, uh, movie. I mean, it was sort of like, oh, hey, here I am still as a teenager. Now I'm going to be fighting everything. And I think this whole MCU is going to be portraying him as, as he goes through life and sort of becoming like the new Tony Stark, where he just has like all this technology. Cause I know in the comics, he has like part, like, uh, Parker, like, Park, it's like Stark, but it's not really. It's like, oh, hey, I have my own company. Um, I haven't, I haven't read past like uh, the f like first few issues, so don't spoil anything. Um, but yeah, uh, so I won't get to play Spider Man, but I'll at least get to, uh, I'll at least get to watch other people play. Yeah, someone will do a good LP for you. So the top uh, he chose was that Spider Man took got like a lot of things like is what you said sounded negative about what hold on i gotta write what you i gotta read what you wrote keep going 
when I rode. What are you talking about? Probably in the chat. He's trying yeah. to dox him. Spider-Man becomes a target in the new trailer for his upcoming game. Yeah. You didn't say what about a target of what, though. So I was like, no, oh. the, vi- the villains are targeting him. Oh. Oh, I thought he was going to like, oh, a target of a controversy or whatnot. No, 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 no. No, yeah, it's mostly. It, yeah. No, no, no. It's. I mean, that's what the trailer showed. I mean, that's what. I mean, that was what the whole thing was about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> so uh, let's. I mean, since we're talking, I mean, something related to the the something that's owned by Disney. Let's talk about another Disney thing. Technically, uh, Star Wars: The Clone Wars is coming back for a seventh yeah. season. Hallelujah! Nice. The fans have been asking, and after the disappointment of Rebels, we have been pleased. Rebels was just so disappointing. At Rebels, least- Rebels was mediocre at best. And they're like, "Oh, all these characters are canon. It's just going to come back in the movies." And it's like, "Oh, fuck. <laughs> no, okay, I saw it in the movies. That'd be cool, but no." Yeah, <laughs> no, he's right. You could have, they did, like, you chose the worst time period for a Star Wars show when the Rebellion was building, because that that's very in- disinteresting. I don't know if it's disinteresting, as much as it's just I just didn't like the show. I yeah, mean, I mean, I, in my I, opinion, they would probably would have gotten a lot more attention if they had, like, a show set in the Old Republic. That, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, you're right. Like, have Revan in it. Like, you you could have had Revan in the show, but he was cut from the Clone Wars because Lucas. Uh. Yeah, I, it was just such a drag, that show, because I loved the Clone Wars. Even now, Clone Wars is still yeah. really good. It's, to, it's still good to binge on Netflix. Yeah, and now we're going to get, like, 12 new episodes. Granted, we probably know what they're going to be. The first set is going to be Bad Batch. Man. Will it take place after the Clone Wars movie, though? The whole series takes place that. Actually, no. The series is sort of weird with that because the Clone Wars animated movie, the series, the series is, is is an anthology. Meaning that if you watch them out of order, you could still, if you don't watch like a multi-party, you could still make out a story. Because the first episode chronologically is season two, episode fourteen, I think. And the and there's there's one episode that takes place before the movie. Hmm. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I Jeremy, don't know. Are you referring I... to the live action movie or the animated one? No, no, no. The animated Clone Wars movie. Like, ah, the yeah. Only... Yeah. There are, there are a few episodes that take place before him. Okay. Because because uh, I've only seen a few episodes here and there of Clone Wars, and what yeah, I've yeah. been what I saw is like. I enjoyed what I saw, but I was just at that point I was not really into Star Wars as much. Yeah. I mean, as a teenager, I was more like, "Oh, let's play, let's play the new uh, video game or whatever it is." I think after season four, they started becoming more linear, mainly because they they had the phase two troopers. Uh huh. And it's like, oh, you gotta sort of keep them in timeline now, considering that. Oh, yeah. So I mean, how long will it be before uh, they decide to say, "Hey, we're gonna um, like try again with uh, a Clone Wars movie"? I doubt, mainly because the move, like the series, is gonna be over. It's twelve more episodes, and it's gonna be over. Considering the last set of episodes are gonna be the siege on Mandalore, which, oh, so- which literally, which literally happened at the end of the Clone War. Like it's so- like, oh, it's like a few days before the Clone War, Clone War ends. Okay, so it's practically gonna just like be like the end of the series, like they're yeah. just extending it. Yeah, they're ex- mm-hmm. they they they've already extended before with the Netflix, but that those didn't really were popular mainly because they chose a bunch of weird episodes to air. Hmm. Like, I just I just remembered their season the season seven they already did a bunch of work on it. Yeah, like, there was yeah. yeah. There was really, there were really rough bad. reels. Yeah, you can watch the 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 poorly animated or just not touched reels on YouTube somewhere. Yeah, like there's there's an episode set called Bad Batch, which basically have uh, fives, I think, or was it Echo? It was Echo. Basically, who we all thought died in the explosion, but no, he survived. And we meet the Bad Batch, a a batch of defective clones that work together. 
mm-hmm. which in my idea is probably a good idea because that because that's actually really unique. Then there's an episode on Utapal which explains the conflict and that they find a large kyber crystal and at the end of the episode they had to blow it up and the sound it made was the sound of the Death Star laser. So it's like, oh, that's how they use, that's how they power them. Then there was an episode which a lot of people were disappointed that it didn't get fully finished was the Boba Fett episode where he fought Cad Bane and won. Is Cad Bane the blue, the blue guy? Yeah, the blue guy with the pipes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Can't remember. Can't believe I remember yeah. that. That was so long ago. I yeah. can't. There was another. There was another set of episodes. I'm trying to remember what it was. There was Bad Batch, Buddha Pow, and then something else. Uh. Oh, there's two episodes that take place after the movie. Shit, before the show. Okay. Before the movie. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Get called out. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Thank you, Green Chill Zone. You're awesome. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's uh, Logan from the movie podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I might have to. That's the thing. I do really don't have time to binge watch anything. Because if I could, I would binge everything before I actually got to get a chance to see the new season. That's actually. It's actually a good idea to binge to not binge Clone Wars because if you watch them in episode in batches, you'll you'll still enjoy them because. For one batch, you can watch, oh, totally random episodes because this show is not in order. Yeah, you then really don't another, need to. Yeah, the show is not in order, so you can really watch them however you want. Mm, like, that's what, I, that's what want- I did with uh, RVB. Like, I kind of just sat down on break and watched like a few episodes and kind of just went back to work and yeah. did it over the days. You can just do the same thing. Yeah, like you can, you can watch like, oh, three episodes like a, a day or a week, and you can choose like, oh, three random episodes or a story arc. Like a recommended story arc is the Darth Maul Returns arc, which in my yes. doubt is amazing. No, because because he's a mafia boss. No, the mafia boss doesn't <laughs> happen until Rebels. Oh, he based when you first see him in the show, he's a crazy man because he's he's been in hiding, he's in isolation, he's had he's been attached to a robotic spider. It's a long story. Actually, they don't explain it. And his brother, Savage Opress, finds him, gives him new robotic legs, and they decide to go on a galaxy-wide massacre to f- to basically torment Obi-Wan. Huh. And, like, <laughs> during a fight scene between Obi-Wan and Maul, and, and to Obi-Wan and Maul, you can really see Obi-Wan, like, struggling with revenge. Like, like he, he loses his cool in that episode. Man. And it's all, like, all six seasons are on Netflix, right? I don't know. I think they may have been removed, but I'm not sure. They well, were a couple months ago when I watched all of them. Yeah. But, but they I would hate, because I would hate to think, oh, hey, we only have the last season. I think it's, like, 24 bucks for the whole show on YouTube, I think. Oh, well, sorry. Okay, so, let me see. Oh, there's the movie version, and then here's the... Oh, they do have all six seasons on here. Yeah. All right, perfect. But I'm not so, sure if it's 24 per season or 24 per, like for the whole thing. All right, let me take a look. Well, it depends on if it's an hour long, too, because, like, I know I, I tried to binge, uh, and don't laugh at me, tried to binge <laughs> Desperate Housewives, and, like, every episode was, like, an hour long. So you could literally watch a season um, per day, and be like, be done within like a week and a day with it. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a long series. Oh, um, Joe, a warning. Yeah, season one and two are season one and two are sort of the iffy seasons because they were starting to understand like, oh, we could do this and that. Yeah, because it looks like what was it season one and on Netflix only has fifteen episodes. Season two has ten. And then three, four, and five, I oh no, five has ten, but like three and four have like twenty-two, and then the lost missions. Like yeah. they don't uh lost missions has ten. Lost missions has twelve, I think. Oh no, thirteen, thirteen, my bad. So that's interesting. And yeah. I, so I'll yeah, I'll have to take a look at that. Because they even say like they, they did the movie before they did the show, because the movie came out on August 15, thousand and eight. And then two months later, they came out with the show on Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and you're yawning. 
Uh, so yeah, I mean, if, I mean, since they're only like like twenty minutes each, like I can I can really get through that pretty easily. Another thing I'm gonna have to catch up on since um, they already showed a, another trailer at Comic Con for this. Uh, Broly, uh, as we talked about in a previous episode, is coming back for the Dragon Ball Super movie, and they released the new trailer for it. So. Um, I'm going to have to make sure to get up on my Dragon Ball Super. I've only seen the first episode, so I don't know exactly how the movie's going to – I mean, I don't know how the movie's going to do, considering every single Dragon Ball movie that we've ever got only lasts a weekend before they get uh, they take yeah. it away from us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm hoping it's good because the Broly they showed is a lot more interesting than the Broly we originally had. Yeah. I really you know, hope he's not going to be the – Aspergic baby he was in the original. Well, I've heard nothing but good things about um, Dragon Ball Super, so I th- I think we're in a yeah in a good place. Super was that, good. So. It had its moments yeah. where it sucked, but it was good. Oh yeah, I mean, like in my in my opinion, it sucked in the beginning because oh, this is set before the Battle of Gods movie. Why? I think they're just trying to build something up. I mean, usually, usually, like your first episode's really good, and then all of a sudden, you gotta like you have to put in some filler in between. Yeah, then the animation, and people are like, "What's wrong with the animation?" Then they see the final arc, and they're like, "Oh, that's where all the animation went." (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 looking I'm looking forward to. uh, I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, I know there's a dub version, and I, I I'm. Because I have a friend in Orlando that's like, I will only watch anime if it's in dub. I will never watch sub because I don't like reading subtitles. And I could totally understand that. There's people that just will not watch anime unless it's dubbed. Um, I, I even know I only know I only know people that watch anime only on Netflix because they give you a dub option and a sub option, and they usually yeah. go for the dub. Even the, even the same thing with like anything foreign. So it's like, hey, we'll have like dub, like dub voices. So um, I'm, I'm a, I, I know for a fact, like for this movie, they're definitely going to be dubbing it and putting it in the theaters for like a weekend, so that people can actually like understand it and not have to read subtitles. So yeah, like I said, that's another show I'll have to binge. Like I don't really like watch. That's the thing. I rarely have time to binge anything, except of course when it's. A show that I just really have to like dig really deep into if I like really have to, like JoJo yeah. for example. You're a JoJo, mm-hmm. um, but I was gonna say, are we gonna talk about Godzilla now? I mean, do you want to talk about Godzilla? Yes. <laughs> That's pretty rad, dude. Dude, as a huge Godzilla fan, like I, I'm dying right now to see this movie because it's like they bring back all the old enemies especially Mothra oh my god I have like the poster of the Japanese poster of Mothra versus Godzilla because uh, Godzilla movies are so cool like if you ever just want to see destruction and chaos and and cool monsters Godzilla movies are like the best for that (laughs) and of course in 2020 we're getting Kong versus Godzilla uh yeah but like Godzilla, King of the Monsters, it brings back all these different monsters for him to fight, dude. Like that's that's exciting to me. I don't know if anybody else is as excited as I am, but I freaking it. <laughs> I was like just squeeing and just like. <laughs> well, so on Monday we talked about it, and we were we were excited, but it was just like, man, King Kong is our boy. So it was more like, yeah, well, no, we're enemies, Joe, right now. We're enemies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Until fine. that movie comes out, we're enemies. That's fine. It's totally fine. <laughs> King Kong for life. Uh, excuse me. Godzilla. No. Godzilla. Well, yeah, try Godzilla. To how, many, how many reiterations Kong was there? I don't know. I don't keep track of that shit. Well, but you're saying King Kong for life. I'm sorry. And there's yeah. a lot of movies of Godzilla. 
um, since like the sixties. I know, I know, King Kong's been around since nineteen thirties, but I think there's only been like a few movies made on him, if I'm correct. Yeah, because they didn't need to keep making so many sequels. I mean, the the original was so great; it's regarded uh-huh. as one of the best movies ever. And then the uh-huh. and then the Peter Jackson movie. I mean, the guy made Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings and did an awesome job. So mm. it's not breathing into your mic there, man. I'm sorry that my mic is right next to my face and I have to look down to look at the screen so what that I can look at you with disgust. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Wait, who has their mic near their face? She does. I oh. do. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I keep mine on my chest. There you go. <laughs> so I mean that comes out next year so we'll have to see how it pairs up against everything else we don't even know like since it's a sequel we don't know how well it's going to do I mean obviously they're um, building excuse me it's going to be fantastic because he's going to be fighting like previous monsters that any fans of Godzilla would be hyped for yeah but to the casual fan they're just like oh it's Godzilla and they're going up against creatures we have no idea who they are there's no such thing as a casual fan of Godzilla, sir. Uh, well, no, I mean just casual movie fans. <clears throat> like, yeah, I mean, you know, I thought that Godzilla was pretty cool. But I wasn't yeah. About it. Yeah, so it's like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, Godzilla. I'll go see that. I mean, people know who Godzilla is. I mean, they'll go to. I mean, even like a uh, like a normal person would be like, hey, that's Godzilla. That's like the thing that's like just as tall as King Kong is. I'm back. What I miss? Uh, Godzilla. Uh- uh, yeah, basically, me and Joe are no longer friends just because he says that King Kong is going to be better than Godzilla. <laughs> no. I don't think that's true, but I mean... Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly, Joe. Godzilla can breathe fire and he can breathe nuclear like waste. And Wait, shit, like am that. I fired? Yes. <laughs> 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 no, um, oh, and I... It, 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 just for if we ever do talk about this in a later episode of Let's Get Geeky, uh, can we talk about the Walking Dead game series at some point? Uh, if something comes up that's like really important about it. Well, the final season's coming out on April 14th, uh, not on April, but on August 14th, which is the final game. And I just got it, actually. Because <laughs> it's cheaper to get it when it's um, like, when it's out for pre-order so oh i gotta get killer seven too oh my god <laughs> i'm sorry I'm, I'm all excited because there's so many good games coming out right now you're not wrong uh well speaking of uh well speaking of other geeky stuff uh we might as well get into the video game uh topic since we're going to be um translating to that so mario tennis aces so here's what's been happening with mario tennis aces so people have been playing online tournaments and there's a character named Bowser Jr. who apparently is so OP that fans complain to Nintendo that his OP-ness um, <laughs> that <didn't... laughs> let, let, let that sink in. Um, they're saying that they're saying that because he's so OP that uh, he's got to be nerfed a little bit. So what Nintendo did with their latest update is they had to nerf Bowser Jr. down, and they even had to do more updates for the next tournament, which comes out in a few days. So when August rolls around. So uh, I guess I guess people are okay with that, uh, with the fact that they nerfed him down from that. Um, but uh, I played as Bowser Jr. multiple times, and I have to say, uh, he's fine. He was fine the way he was. I just think people are sore losers. Damn, that's all right, Joe. Calm down. <laughs> I, that's what I think because you know what? You know who really needs to get nerfed are the tricky players because they have like the little curve that can totally screw you up. But you know, don't blame the game. Well, don't blame the game if you're not like doing so well at it. I mean, don't. I mean, I, it's kind of sorry. It's not the controls don't suck, the gameplay is fun. I mean, you just got to keep practicing more so that you can fight Bowser Jr. Just be like, uh, well, we're talking about. A generation of gamers now, Joe, that's not used to the old-fashioned games of, like, if you fail, just try again, and, like, there's a trick to it. Like, there's people who go, like, oh, Cuphead is, like, the hardest game ever, and it's like, 
you know, part of the fun of video games when they were first came out was that it was supposed to be challenging and it was supposed to give you something to do and something, you know, like, I don't know, people who play games now are like really, really, really sensitive to difficulties on games. And it's like, dude, just get better. Just practice. Get used to Yeah, but nobody tells them that, though. Nobody says keep. Nobody says keep practicing. Nobody says that. It's like the way that I see games like Mario Tennis and games that deal with um, fighting other players or other or NPC or not NPCs but CPUs. I should say, um, is that if you have a hard CPU, just kind of think about. Like, think about the old um, Punch-Out games where, like, each villain or each, uh, not villain, but each, each uh, fighter. fighter, yeah, each fighter had their own, like, uh, weakness, and so you had to learn the different weaknesses, and it was a trial and error kind of thing. You know, like, the first people who played Punch-Out, you can't tell me that they didn't sit there forever and finally figure out how to defeat you know, each one of these fighters, you know, like, they, they didn't have any walkthroughs back then. They didn't have online stuff back then. They figured it out on their own, and they loved the game. Like, Punch-Out! is still considered a classic. Oh, I mean, yes. And there's always, I mean, yes, we, we had it a lot harder back then. And I, today's gamers have it a lot easier. And I think... I think it's because that you know we're so. I mean, they're we've been so used to a style, and then somebody ups the game or ups the difficulty, and then it's not necessarily that you know nobody likes nobody likes to say and say, "Hey, it was my bad. I suck at the game." Like no one's willing to admit that. I mean, if you yeah. really think about that, no one is willing to admit that they when they're when they're playing competitively or when they're doing something that they just are just not as good as they thought they were, and instead of taking accountability for it they'll go ahead and uh say hey can you nerf this character down so that we don't have to like be so um you know going to have to be so like bad against them or bad with them so it's like i don't really blame the the the, the developers for making a bad character like or an op character unless unless of course like, like the game mechanics are really bad or if it's something like, like <laughs> it's like if it's if it's something that like the con- if it's something wrong with the game itself, like there's like tons of glitches and they really didn't do a good job making it ready for development, then there's an issue. But I, but they didn't have any of those. It's issues. kind of. I I remember getting this game back in high school because like you know I was a total weave back then, still am to a smaller degree. Anyway, um. I got the Yu Yu Hakusho uh, tur- b- tournament game for PlayStation 2 because my boyfriend at the time got it for me. And I remember playing it and, I, you know, it was a difficult game, but the problem is it was stupidly difficult. Like, you know how, like, whenever there's a difficult game and there's a way around the difficulty or the difficulty curve, you know, there's some there's usually a way around it. Yeah, no, there was no way around this. Like one one match, the the same character would be easy, and then the next match, the character would be stupidly hard to the point that all they would do is just kick, like do the you know the whenever you play fighting games, they always have that one move where where the character will just like try to side sweep you, like get you know get down low and side sweep you with their legs. They try to kick you, side kick you. Um, where it's hard to hit them and everything like that. That's all that happened during that game. That that's a bad game mechanic. Is is whenever a character, when the CPU is smart enough to figure out, hey, if I keep doing this, you know, the main the person playing is gonna lose. But and then in the next match, the same exact characters, dumb as a like box of bricks. You know. That's why. That's why you just gotta outsmart the computer. Well, that's kind of hard when all they ever do is side sweep you, but that's besides the point. Uh, no, you can find it. You can. Oh my adapt. god, Joe! Oh my you god, Joe. we're not gonna. No. You can adapt and make your way around it. I'm just no. saying. We're not. We're not arguing right now, Joe. Wait, <laughs> okay. wait, wait. Yes. Huh? Oh, I was just saying you guys should fight more. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> New, podcast. New podcast idea. Just have you two fight. We're, oh god. We fight dude, we already fight like an old married couple. Let's <laughs> let's not. <laughs> Stop doing that. Okay. No. <laughs> Making Andrew very uncomfortable. My name's not Andrew here. Oh, sorry. Yeah, remember it's solo dunk, the tag yeah. team. Sorry. Or the <sighs> But anyway, um, so the last thing that we have for tonight, and this was a pretty groundbreaking, um, so soup, the Supergirl TV show is going to be uh, featuring the first ever transgender superhero. Never been done in television before, so this is going to be this is going to be hitting new ground. And um, I can't remember exactly which character uh, is going to be represented. I have to, have to take a look again, but I think it was. Uh, it was a, it was definitely it was definitely a um it was definitely like a a, a a letter that made sense or like a couple of words that made sense in my head um <laughs> lie lie lil or something like that I can't remember. hold on i'm going to i'm going to take a look at it again because i had it i had it <laughs> i had it down and then all of a sudden i just forgot um Anyway, that's pretty huge. I mean, I don't know if anybody like you know feels like oh uh, Naya Nall. I don't know. Uh, but it's going to be played by Nicole Maines, uh, who's a transgender activist and an actor. So on um, the fourth season of the CW series. So I mean, it it depends if it's not just made into a big deal. Yeah. Like, like I my my thing diversity, but the issue is is that a lot of times whenever they try to push the diversity you know agenda it tends to get a little awkward it, it does get awkward because then it's like oh hey look at this character but we don't want you to focus on their character their personality their struggles or anything like that we want you to focus on the fact that they are this color this uh ethnicity or that they're this gender or that they're yeah. this and that and it's like, like I don't care as long as the character's good. Yeah, like I care more about the character and who they are as a person rather than all that stuff. And that's just me in real life too, is that I don't care where you come from, who you are. I care about who you are as a person, like in character wise. You know, like that's just my thing. You know, I don't it's it that it just makes it awkward when it's just like, hey look, diversity. Thank you. Yeah, you kind of um, use it as like a crutch. To, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for it. It's, it's, are they an interesting character? Who cares about the character? They're diverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so you're, gonna have to, you're gonna have to, you know, fu- get like make it interesting for me to like this character. If it's exactly. like, oh, if it's like, oh, it's transgender. Well, what else is there? N- the funny thing is. You, you want to know the funny thing is is that the first ever transgender character in a TV show was in the show Degrassi. But it wasn't... How they did it, how they handled it was that it wasn't just introduced as hey, look, there's this transgender character. Of course, there were, like, how was it? You know, he had his own personality. He had his own stuff like that. He did have moments where he would struggle with his gender dysphoria and things like that. Which was interesting, you know, it was interesting to see it from that perspective. But this is back before they really tried to push for all of this to happen. So it was groundbreaking that they tried to discuss these issues in a show like that, because Degrassi is supposed to discuss all sorts of issues. And it's one of those, you know, holy crap, melodramatic teen shows. But, yeah, you know, back when I was a teenager, yeah, it was, it was fun to watch, but like one season of it or one batch of kids in it you you pretty much have seen it all (laughs) they they handled things like school shootings they handled things like suicide they handled things like you know uh murder they handled things like pregnancy they handled things with you know a transgender teen you pretty much after you've seen all of that you're good (laughs) you don't need to see anymore (laughs) you know Uh you know but like i said it wasn't handled in a way of like let's push for this. It was handled in a way of like let's try to tell the story of this character and what they struggle with. 
you know. If that makes sense. Yeah, but, you know, a lot of, they're going to be looking at this as a way to, um, Yes, you know how you know how these major companies are. It's more about their own politics than it is about the actual show. Who cares how good the show is or how good the character is, as long as we're actually putting it in there. That's really what they and, care about. And that's the sense. thing about that's the thing about Hollywood and the entertainment industry these days. Anyway, is that the big obsession is appealing to what's popular right now, and what's popular right now is all of this, you know, um, is, is just diversity, and let's really push for it. And like I said, I'm not against it at all. Like, sure, go for it. But the problem is they sacrifice character and, in- and interesting characters at that and story for the sake of this because they're trying too hard. And it's like... Well, it's not they're trying too hard. They just want to put a smile on everybody's face or the majority it, of people. They'll never yeah, be which, able to do, and they don't realize that. And that's just it, is that people need to realize that no matter what you make, no matter what you do, no matter what statement you make, no matter what you know creation that, that you put forth, no matter what, it's going to be judged. It's going to be disapproved on. No matter who, no matter even if, even if it's the most popular opinion, gonna hey i don't agree with that and that's the sad thing is that not everybody gets that these days there's an obsession with that everybody has to agree or it's wrong and it's like no not everybody has to agree that's just life not everybody's gonna agree with you so you know as (laughs) i i I don't know that's just that's just my opinion on it is that i think there's this obsession with hey let's get everybody a it's like, well, no, it has to come natural. Like things like this take time and process, and you know, it's it's a slow and natural kind of thing. Like you don't just kind of go like, here, let me shove this in your face, and you have to stare at it and accept that it's there. Yeah, and a lot of times people are just not patient, or they're yeah, very exactly, especially companies like they're very impatient. Like a lot of times. Like if we, I mean, if you took a look at the James Gunn situation, instead of just waiting it out for a few weeks, you know, you know, that news story was just been like, oh, if they would have just waited it out. Oh, okay. Then, you know, we can finally move on to making the movie. But no, instead they had to immediately um, get rid of him because, you know, it's like, oh, our reputation's going to get ruined. And then people are going to think that we condone that type of like that kind of talk, even though they're, they didn't really analyze it and look at it and, you know, Impatience and um, trying to please everybody is sort of the um, common thing to do nowadays. And, you know, for for me personally, I don't agree with that assessment at all. I mean, some some of the people that I've looked up to have done the controversial things, have always dug deep and have always said, okay, I'm not going to let something like this affect, like, my my, my brand or my reputation, Um, even though though it's important. (laughs) I mean, look at Pee Wee Herman. Pee Wee Herman had a pretty rocky past. Oh, of course. Um, but he's come back and he's clean and he's he's entertaining. He's doing like he's doing new movies. He's doing all sorts of new things. He's doing what he did that originally people forgot all about the controversy the issue is now is that the moment that controversy is leaked out no matter if it's true or not people are quick to go like oh nope you're fine controversy here well as much as i'd like to keep this conversation going we are out of time for tonight so yeah well that's all the geekiness that we're going to be having tonight so um so anybody that's interested, uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies comes out this weekend. It's going to be competing against the sixth Mission Impossible movie. So uh, good luck with that, trying to get any money, uh, because mm-hmm. Mission Impossible is going to kill it. Um, but if there's any Teen Titans Go fans out there that want to actually um, give their critiques next time around, uh, feel free to do so uh, While as we're talking here. Uh, I'm not going to go see it because I'll be too busy watching the other movie. 
even though <laughs> even though that that many people really care about Mission Impossible, I'm just saying. I mean, they're they're calling it the best action thriller in a long time. Um, but in terms of games, I mean, nothing really. I don't think of any importance is coming out that people are excited for. I mean, it's uh, the middle- excuse me. What? <laughs> Walking Dead game. <clears throat> There's a f- huge fall. I did not hear that. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I mean, it's the middle of the summer. So, I mean, all the major games are coming out during the fall and the holidays. So, I mean, we'll have more time to talk about those. Um, in terms uh-huh. of in terms of anime, I mean, uh, uh, JoJo Part 4 doesn't get dubbed until August. So, um, we're just going to have to – I mean, I'll, I'll give my reaction to how I feel about the Dio Jotaro fight in the dub version. Because uh, that's a that's a pretty huge deal for me, um, but yeah, that's generally all I that's all we have for tonight. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Uh, just make sure uh, you keep following us on Twitter uh, at Joe Dini Legend, um, and we got all the links in the description box for everybody. So definitely check out all of our platforms if you will. And uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Bye. Yeah.